Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Up In Your Business. We're here with Georgia Barrett. Thanks for coming in, Georgia. Thanks for having me. This is exciting. It is exciting for me, too. It's my first ever podcast. Really? Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Uh, So for those that don't know, uh, Georgia actually designed our website, and we also shot Georgia's wedding for just almost four years ago now. Yeah, I know. We've had a nice working relationship, I would say. It's been great. Um, So this is long overdue, I feel like. It was funny when we were like, we started getting the podcast back up recently, and I think I had just seen like a post of yours on Instagram, and I was like, why the hell have we not ever had Georgia on our podcast? (laughs) And so perfect timing and here we are awesome cool well yeah thanks for having me i'm excited good um so the first thing we do here is called 20 questions mm-hmm. um they're kind of like rapid fire just quick questions get the brain going favorite color green favorite snack mm. i guess cheese it's like junk food cheese it's perfect iphone or android iphone left or right right pick a number <laughs> one to ten Seven. Favorite number? Three. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Favorite drink? Um, I Like alcoholic drink? Could be. Like white wine. Uh, that's a good one. Iced Basic. coffee or hot coffee? <laughs> uh, hot coffee. Steak or chicken? Steak. Oreo or Chips Ahoy? Oreo. Favorite vegetable? Ooh. Green beans. Prefer to work from home or in an office? Work from home, but I can see how the office is... If I had a cool office like this, I love (laughs) going into the office. Uh, Clean desk or messy desk? It starts out clean. (laughs) It always ends up messy. Organized mess. Yeah. Uh, Your biggest inspirational role model? I don't know. I really love Jenna Kutcher. I don't know if you... She's kind of like popular on like Instagram. She has a podcast, but she does it. She's kind of like the girl boss. Cool. Uh, last time you ran a mile or close? Um, probably this morning. Coolest place you've ever traveled? Uh, Fiji. I was thinking that in my head. Yeah. I was like, probably Fiji. Uh, first job ever? I worked at Alley's Donuts. <laughs> that was my first job ever. That's I was probably funny. like 16. Yeah. That's great. Uh, favorite day of the week? I'd say Thursday. You get into a groove and then it's like you get excited for the weekend. Yeah. And favorite part of your job? I think I like kind of creating something from nothing. Like people will have an idea mm. and then I'm able to like create whatever they want. And then you can kind of see it out in the world. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Even cool. how you, you did our uh, website and all yeah. the creative like freedoms you would take. I was like, oh, everything you did. I was like, love it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Awesome. I know. Yeah. I feel like it's such a, uh, it's almost like speaking a language with clients. So sometimes you know when you're just like clicking. I'm like, yeah. oh, I think they're gonna like this. Yeah, yeah. So, but then other clients, you're like, oh, we are not speaking the same. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, actually, on that note, it's funny. Was it nerve wracking creating a website for like a creative type business like ours and somebody you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, a little. I do think because I followed you guys and I kind of understand your style. I think that that made like it a, a little bit confidence. Yeah, too. that was that made it a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's always that little bit of fear of, oh, is this good enough? Or are yeah. they going to judge it? Or are they going to? I don't know. I don't think you guys are really that, uh, I don't know, critical. No. But there's still a little piece of you that's like, you look at something, you're like, oh, this is awful. <laughs> I think that's with any, uh, like, I feel like even we're like that sometimes with yeah. projects. Yeah. So I think it just comes with the territory. Definitely. Yeah. Like we were talking about it the other, or was it yesterday? 
where uh, Lex was doing a wedding video and halfway through she was or she was at the end and she was like oh i can't use this song and had to change the entire song in the <laughs> oh, video no. so it changes everything yeah and i do that all the time where i'll just start editing a video and just be like nope scratch it and then mm-hmm. start yeah. start from the uh beginning again yeah like definitely. Critical sometimes you have to yeah part of that creative process yeah. which i think sometimes when people aren't in that type of industry they think that they see people do stuff on Instagram like in five seconds and they think that it only takes you five seconds right. to create it. And you're like, no, this went through a lot of different yeah. edits and rounds and it looks simple, but yeah. it really did take a long time. So, yeah. And do you ever get the clients that you make, you know, this very elegant design for them and they come back and want the most simple, like they keep revising it to the most <sighs> simple point and you're- yeah, yeah, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes you get people who, it's almost like they look at it too much and then the more they look at it the more they want to change something or it's Mm. just like nope like at this point we need to be narrowing down and like just make the decision it's like that decision fatigue you're like nope like we gotta finish this (laughs) (laughs) that's funny i had a call yesterday that exact thing happened and I, i have no poker face anymore like i think just because of where i'm at in my business and i we were on a video call and they're like are you frustrated and i was like Mm-hmm. like we need to we've had the same conversation like the last four or five meetings we need to narrow down and but that me saying that and being honest and just saying i would said it in you a very nice to. way right but it kind of took them being like nope we like okay we like this we like that and we kind of put together a screenshot just in photoshop of these are the things we like this is the direction we're going to go in and hopefully mm. we'll finish it by the end of the week so right. It's stuff like that that can be a little tricky, but it's the same with communication. It just all comes down to that and being yeah. able to communicate with your clients and making sure that everyone's on the same page. Um, and even just explaining things in different ways. Maybe they're not understanding exactly like what a sans serif font is or serif font. <laughs> like you can kind of talk to people in a way that, oh, do you like how bold this is? Do you like how heavy right. it is? Do you want it to be lighter? You know, kind of drawing out those leading questions I think is helpful. Yeah. Um, all right, Georgia, give us a, a little history. Like, where did you grow up and what got you into design and, and what you do now? Yeah. So I actually went to Extra West Greenwich. Shout uh, out. Yeah, I know. That really, just side note, everyone from EDA, I've worked with so many people from high school. And it that was really our first networking. And it's just amazing. I think it's with Facebook and Instagram, social media. Yeah. Like, There's a lot of people that have just been really supportive. I did the logo for... Um, clean cut painting Glenn oh, yeah, and Dylan. No, we just saw glenn this weekend we did uh nicola faves yeah. wedding oh, cool. so yeah yeah it's like all that the little final stuff. of the three daughters yeah <laughs> i know they're they're like ewg uh <laughs> icons i would say <laughs> um but yeah so i went to ewg like literally from kindergarten all the way up till high school so i met a lot of people our school was really small our graduating class was like 120 people so you got to know everyone really well um I was pretty involved in kind of the art scene. I wasn't super artsy, but in my senior year, I took senior portfolio, which is kind of the track if you wanna think about art or apply to RISD and like all that kind of stuff. It was pretty intense and it was the full year, I'm pretty sure. So it was like both semesters. And that's kind of where I developed my portfolio. I was really into mixed media, which is kind of like collage. And I didn't have that really I don't know, specific, like really good fine art skill. I could draw and get by, but I wasn't amazing at it. Um, And then when it came time to apply to schools, 
I wasn't sure if I totally wanted to go like full into an art school because I still wasn't positive. That's definitely what I wanted to do. I had a lot of other interests. I thought about marketing, Mm -hmm. um, just doing something that would be a little more like an office job. But when I was looking at schools, I saw that New England School of Art and Design, they're uh, affiliated or a part of Suffolk University in Boston. Mm -hmm. So they had the liberal arts foundation, but they also had the art school too. So when you applied, you had to basically declare a major. And mm. I was like, I guess right graphic away. design, cause that's kind of <laughs> a good mix of, yeah. you know, a little artsy, but also a little bit business. And, you yeah. know, I could get a job when I was done. Uh, so that was the driving force. And that's then, so funny. yeah, and it's so silly. Like when you're 18 saying, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. But yeah. I mean, I made a good choice, I think. So I'm mean, still doing it. So yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I went to Suffolk University. I have a Bachelor of Fine Arts. So foundation year was all painting, drawing, all that mm. kind of stuff. And then the later years, you got into more of the computer skill set, yeah. creating portfolio projects, working with groups. My I did an internship at a um, marketing firm called 451 Marketing. They're in downtown Boston. That was kind of the benefit of going to school in a city because there were so many cool businesses and startups. Um, I felt like that was there was a good opportunity for me to just intern even at places. It was a an unpaid internship, but I learned a lot there. That's cool. Did you like it? I did. Yeah. yeah. They almost didn't need me there as much as I was there. I remember I I had a task of creating a logo for or just coming up with logo ideas actually for Willowdale Estate. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, it's a wedding venue up in yeah. Topsfield, Mass. And it's beautiful. But that was my task for like two weeks. And I was just like constant. And I, I think that it was kind of busy work almost. Yeah. So it took all my time. And I'm like, what am I doing? I can't make like 50 logos. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so I think that they probably only needed me part time. But it was definitely a good experience. It was good yeah. to kind of see the ins and outs and just what their whole vibe was. And after that, I got an internship, which was then my job for eight years. Yeah. I went from intern to junior designer to graphic designer to senior designer. Um, so that took up basically my early adult career. Say eight years? Yeah. Holy shit. I was there for a long time. I'm kind of loyal to a fault, I would say. <laughs> so yeah, I was there for a long time. I When we first started, um, it was a really cool startup vibe small company, only 20 people. And then as the company started to grow and evolve, which is no, it's not, it's great that it did because the, that's exactly what the owners wanted. Right. By the time I left, it was over a hundred people. We had moved from the North end to like this huge office building in Quincy cubicles. The vibe was not, I remember just thinking like, this is not really where I thought I'd be working. Yeah. As a graphic designer. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. When I first got the job, it seemed very like a great application of graphic design. You're doing something cool. We worked in the patient recruitment and marketing industry. So your designs were helping people learn about clinical trials. So there was a little part of it that was nice because I felt like my designs had a little more of a life. Mm -hmm. Like maybe this person who has cancer will see my ad and join this trial. And, you know, that's kind of how I thought about it. Interesting. But then towards the end, it was just, I feel like nine to fives don't really exist anymore. There, <laughs> It was like an eight to six. Huh. And Classic. definitely with the pandemic, I think when there was only just work to do, 
I literally had nothing else to do but work. And it just consumed so much of my life that yeah. I was like, wait, like, I don't think. What am I doing? Is, yeah, I'm not meant to just work constantly and go to sleep and then work again. And yeah. I don't know. Start to lose the fun in life. Exactly. Right. Yeah, I remember specifically. And it was about, it's almost been a year since I left. So in September, oh, it'll wow. be one year. So this time last year, I was having like an existential crisis <laughs> because I was like, should I leave? What am I going to do? What if I make a huge mistake? I should just stick it out. Mm. I would constantly ask people, do you like your job? Do you like what you're doing? And like so people at the company or just like random people. Yeah. Because I was like, well, maybe this is how everybody feels mm. at their job. My father-in-law always says like, oh, it's not supposed to be fun. It's work. And I'm like, I hate that old school. Mentality. I know. And I'm like, no, that like I cannot. I, maybe it's our creative brains. Yeah, yeah. I can't spend my days doing something that I don't like. Yeah, and it's so ridiculous. Like, I, I hate to like jump on the Gary Vee train, but like he has this yeah. like theory of like, you spend more than half of your life working. Why not make it something you enjoy? Yeah. And it's so true. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't imagine. Like, I know people who are just like, oh, like they leave work or something or we go out for like beers at some night and I'm like, hey, how was work? And they're like, oh, it sucked. I'm yeah. glad it's over. I'm like, why? Like, like do I something know. you like. Like, life is so like, ah, oh, man, I don't know. There's yeah, so many then, options. Out yeah, there. yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Especially with the internet and I always bring out TikTok, but I'm like, your life can change. Yes. Just from doing small things like making I don't know, like neon signs. Yeah. Like, I've, like literally your whole life can change if you just are excited about it and you do it. And it's easy to apply with a creative job because you're able to be like, okay, I'm really invested in this project. I'm excited about it. I'm going to mm -hmm. put a lot of time and effort into it. And that's kind of how I feel. Like when I get a project that I'm excited about, I don't care if I'm working a ton of hours on it because right. I'm excited to make this you're cool pattern it. or create certain illustrations right. and stuff like that. So yeah, I remember one time last year, it was a Sunday and I was at the beach with my mom and I couldn't even enjoy being at the beach with my mom because I was so like, I had Sunday scaries. Mm. I was like, oh, I've wow. got like that meeting tomorrow and this person's going on maternity leave. So I'm going to have to make sure I do this. And I, my mom, I'm not sure if it's the same with boys, but my mom was just like, you're a mess. You need to like <laughs> figure something out. You need to make yeah. a change. And I'm glad she did because it really, there were a few domino effects that led me to leaving my job. But yeah. uh, just hearing from other people around me being like, no, you gotta, you gotta change something. Right. Life's and too it, short. Yeah. And it's not to say that like work is going to be fun every minute of every day. Like that's not the case. Yes. There's going to be hard days or like mm -hmm. stuff you're not going to look forward to, but as a whole, you can basically do anything in this day and age. Right. Like Dylan and Glenn. They enjoy painting. Mm -hmm. They started a painting company. Yep. I'm not saying it's easy, but ask them where they were three years ago or before they started to like where they are now. Like they probably love it. There's exactly. days that are hard, but yeah, sure. They, they're doing what they want. Yeah. Like Mike and I enjoyed making videos. Now we have a video production company. You enjoyed doing graphic design. Now you have your own company doing graphic design. Mm -hmm. Like you can literally do anything. Yeah. And even like your worst day owning your own company or like doing yeah. when you when the wins and the losses are like squarely on your shoulders it's like all right like i'd take this over a good day at my corporate yeah. position anyway yeah so it's more of an accomplishment feeling i think yeah. because yeah. you did it mm -hmm. you know like you were able to step away yeah there's definitely like an ownership almost like right. i think that's one of the things i like the most about what i'm doing now is 
like, yeah, if I don't finish something, it's like, that was me. I didn't finish it. It's right. not like I'm waiting on someone to get back to me or. You're in control in a right, sense. Right, exactly. But also at the same time, going from that eight to six comment in your head, you can mm. now be like, all right, maybe I'll work on this from eight to 12, take a two hour break and then right. go back to it with the new fresh like set of eyes. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different exactly. You know, perspective. Yeah, and I think I'm, I'm sure that other companies work in different ways but the way that our company was structured there was a lot of and it was because they did other services too so design was always just a part of the project but it was just so uh specific on like you have x amount of hours to complete this project and you guys know sometimes yes you can be like yeah that'll probably take me like three to five hours but sometimes it can take you double or sometimes it can take you less yeah it's very hard to gauge especially in a creative problem solving how long something's going to take mm-hmm. and i think that's one of the fa- my favorite things about what i'm doing now is if i want to spend extra time on something i can and i can create those solutions and you never know when the solution's going to appear so yeah. that's like the best part it's there's less rigidity with my schedule and my projects as i'm still really organized but right. i feel like i'm able to have that creative control that i never had at a corporate job yeah. so what um what started the thought to be like uh maybe i can go out on my own like what was the first domino to go down Mm, well i've always done freelance on the side like i've been doing freelance just working with random people like doing invitations or business cards or little things like that even since i was in college so i'm probably like 10 years i've been doing it um and I remember I got to a point where I was getting projects that I thought were really cool, but I didn't think I'd have the time to work on them because my regular job was taking up so much time. So like a little bit bigger of projects. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I was like, no, I can't do this website because I literally have two hours a day, maybe right. if I work every single day. And th- sometimes with my corporate job, you would have to finish a project and, you it's know, really the meet- yeah, the meetings tomorrow and, you know, that time wasn't as easy to manipulate. (laughs) So that was probably, it was, I always kind of had my side hustle going. So that kind of was a great stepping stone. I was also pretty much like miserable at my job. Um, Just really stressed out. I think I was just like, this is not how I want to be living my life. Yeah. Same with my mom. She was like, you're 30 years old. Like I have a great life. I'm like, and I was just not happy. And I think that a huge, obviously a huge part of it was my job. It was kind of sucking the life out of me. I think when you're at a job for a really long time too, you're just used to taking on a lot of tasks and a lot of projects. Mm. And I think that just the weight of all that really just, it was hard to handle. You can't train someone to do stuff that you've learned over eight years. It's just like that knowledge that you have is always going to be there. Um, and then I also, I've been following uh, Danielle from Details and Swirls. She does uh, wedding signage, lettering, all sorts of stuff. So I had followed her from the beginning and she's always done like like cool things. And then during the pandemic, her business really blew up because she was on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, and she does, she did uh, Ashley and Jared from The Bachelor, Bachelor uh, their wedding signage. With the Rhode got, Island guy? Yeah, they yeah. got married in Newport. Yeah, so I'd always been following her. I'd seen her business blow up. Like she had just left her job the year before uh, to focus on her small business. And I saw in her story, she was looking for a part-time assistant. Oh. And I was like, it was right around the time, this time last year, 
I was miserable with my job. I had some clients. I was like, I need to make a change. And I saw that and I'm not a risk taker, yeah. clearly. <laughs> Um, because I was at the same soul sucking job for so long. <laughs> and I was like, if I do leave, I would like to have something like lined up. That's right. a little consistent. And I saw that she was looking for something, someone, um, and I applied for it and I got it and I met her she was like, yeah, I met her in person. And she was like, this isn't an interview. You have the job. And I was like, uh -huh. okay, I'm going to go, uh, put in my two weeks tomorrow. Damn. And that was like a huge catalyst because just having that little stability of being like, okay, I can do this. I'm riding a bike. I am like, I have one thing to do every week that I know that I'm gonna get paid yeah. for. Um, because I, and also I'm not saying that like everybody should just like go on a whim and quit their right, jobs. Right, right. There were a lot of things lined up that I didn't even realize that I had lined up just yeah. with the network that I had built up with my freelance. A lot of people knew that I was a graphic designer, even though I, they didn't know exactly what I did in my corporate job. They knew, oh yeah, she did blah, blah, blah's invitations or right. she did this person's logo. Yeah. So that helped and just kind of leveraging my social media and posting about it. And yeah, it was definitely a bit of a leap of faith, but yeah, not just financially. I think that's a huge thing that's when people biggest. are yeah, thinking about leaving their, yeah. And I, I mean, just to be completely transparent, I had paid off my student loans, wow. like we're in a, find place with our house. Like it wasn't like we were saving up for a wedding. Right. I was in like a, a really good phase of my life now that I was like, okay, like if I'm gonna do it, this is probably a good time to do it. Like my biggest expense is, is probably my dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I was like, okay, even if I don't make a cent from now until the end of the year, I'll be okay. And that was kind of my gauge, yeah. like just making sure that I had enough money saved up to do it. Um, my husband definitely Smart. was a little nervous when I first told him, he was like, <laughs> what? Imagine. Are you serious? He's like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. Cause I think he's an engineer. So he has, and we're both very practical. I definitely have a little bit more of the creative right, side, right, right. but I think that he was just like, yeah, you can deal with having like a tough job. Like that's what it's, that's normal. Like yeah. that's how that's jobs work. are. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. That's funny. How big of like a weight off your shoulders was it when you quit? It took a while for me to realize how stressed I was until I was out of it. Like mm, once I was out yeah. of it, I was like, oh my God. This like, is like crazy. Yeah, I wow. can't believe like how relaxed I am. I, I seriously, I feel like I'm a different person. Wow. Even in your personal life, did you feel like now you go to the beach and relax? Yeah, or you, exactly. Like, that big and of a difference? Yeah, it is kind of that work-life balance where I feel like my work is so much more fluid. Mm -hmm. Like even today, it's like I didn't even have to worry about anything with my emails because I'm just going to do it tonight or this afternoon. Right. And even on the weekends, if I don't have anything to do on a Saturday, I'm just going to like work on certain things or schedule out emails for the next week or do stuff like that. But yeah, it was on like night and day. Yeah. And it really, when you're used to kind of the constant stress or I swear I could hear like the Microsoft Teams thing, like in my sleep, <laughs> Jesus. like the, the constant, yeah, just the constant communication. I think that it, that's just so nice. Not yeah. having, not having meetings is great. I have so much more time. Mm. I try to stack my days. So if I do have a lot of meetings in one week, I try to do them on Tuesdays or Thursdays. Mm. So that way, okay, I know like Tuesday, I'm going to have a big meeting day yeah. and I just prep myself for it instead of back at my previous position. It was just, you'd probably be in meetings for six hours a day and then you'd still have six hours of work to do at least. So you're like, okay, how do I get this work done? I used to work during meetings, try to like finish stuff and just listen. Wow. Yeah. That's and I'm like, this wild. isn't, 
this isn't how you're supposed to do things. Yeah. I feel like you're probably just so much more happier. Like I, I luckily, I guess never really had like a nine to five, but I had a job that I didn't like previously. And like, I don't know, doing what I do now, I couldn't imagine anything else. And uh, right. I feel like it's just a different level of like happiness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Once you're out of it, I feel like you're like, oh, wow, this is what life's supposed to be like. And, <laughs> yeah. At, at the same time, did you learn anything? Cause you're working so much during that job. You learn anything with, whether that's through Illustrator or any type of software, mm -hmm. just from working so much at that company. Right, yeah, definitely. I think my speed, my speed of design and using the tools, that definitely improved. Be just like trial oh. by fire, basically, yeah. like having yeah. to work so fast. Um, there was definitely a lot that I learned there for sure. Like looking back now, it's like, it did have its moments where it was great. Like I met so many people, yeah. like the people that I worked with were great. And that also kind of created my first real network um, of people and contacts and, you know, even Instagram followers and friends. Yeah. Um, being able to just deal with clients, I think that's like a huge thing, especially when someone's first starting out, you're not yeah. really sure how to anticipate how people are going to, review or give you feedback or what they're going to say. I feel like that gave me so much practice with explaining my thought process of yeah. why we did this design and, you know, pausing, making sure they understand, okay, what do you like about this? What do you don't like? Um, like you said, communication. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like the simple stuff, like scheduling outlook meetings and, <laughs> you know, I learned a ton and it was, it was great for what it was. I definitely ran its course. I probably could have left a little sooner, but yeah, it was, I definitely learned a ton and yeah, just the software stuff. There wasn't yeah. a ton of time to really explore new platforms right now i'm trying to teach myself adobe xd i don't know if you guys oh, ever I've, used heard it. Of it. I've seen it but i've never gone into and it and that was one of those things when you're at kind of a corporate job there's less time to experiment because you know you have x amount of hours that you're supposed to get this project done you have so to give you a shot clock you can't go exactly. and try new things yeah. yeah so i'm like okay well i can't waste four hours working on this if it's not going to work so that's kind of exciting now knowing that i have access to all these programs and if i just plan it out i can basically teach myself new skills. But yeah, I would say that's probably one of the things with corporate stuff. Even if you learn, um, we were talking about this on our last podcast, but even if you learn stuff not to do or like, right, you know, or things you don't like. Yeah. One of the biggest things that my company used to do um, that I've even brought into what I do now is just over promising with clients we would have a sales team or like a strategy team that would pitch all of the proposals and it that's part of it's not their fault it's just part of their job they want to land the project but in doing so sometimes they would over promise on deadlines saying mm. that we could get things done quicker so then once it trickles down to your team you're kind of fighting against the clock and you're not able to create anything that's as good as what you could have done if you had had a longer timeline, um, even just over promising as far as skills, skill yeah. set, like, oh yeah, we can definitely do that. And then once it trickles down to your team, you're like, we can't do that. I don't yeah. know how to do that. Yeah. So that even happened up um, a couple months ago. I had a project. We had talked about it over the phone. Um, I gave them a proposal and then we talked again before we kind of determined whether or not we were going to work together. And the more we talked, I think, they, I realized more than they did that they needed a developer, not a website designer. Mm. Um, that's a huge thing that I kind of see with people who are looking for website design, where 
sometimes people do want just like, clean up the website design, like it functions the way we want it, but we just want it to look more like our brand or match our brand or, you know, clean it up. But then there are other people who want their website to function more like a, a social media platform almost. So if you're having like logins and uh, everybody has like, port- like yeah, that, exactly yeah. things like that, you're like, I know you need a developer. And I, I was completely frank and I was, I withdrew the proposal because I was like, I, you, you don't need me to do this. I'm, I would love to work with you and like maybe our paths will cross again. But I think recognizing that you are not the right fit for a project is also, yeah, it's beneficial to your clients. They're not going to be mad at you or pissed like when the project doesn't go exactly as planned. And then they're able to actually find someone that can do what they're asking for. So, and giving them a good referral, they'll probably come back to you for what exactly. your strengths are yeah or like, they'll just appreciate the honesty and recommend you to other people exactly yeah so i do take on a lot of projects but there are certain ones where you're like no like this isn't it's nothing personal it's just you'll be able to have more success if you find someone with a different skill set such so. an underrated strength yeah, yeah. especially so when like, your name's on the business too because right. if you you know take that job and all of a sudden it's like not go, it's not going to go great you already know it exactly. from the beginning. It's like, all and right, it sucks well, your for reputation. You yeah. But I would yeah. say if I could pinpoint like one huge lesson from my corporate job, that was, that was a main downfall and it trickled down to everyone's <laughs> even quality of life working there. Cause we were stressed doing things. Yeah. We we're like, I don't know if this is the right way to do it, but we're going to try to figure it out. So, and as far as like you guys with your business, it's kind of cool just from my perspective to see how much it's grown, even yeah. in the past, like, yeah, four years, established yeah. 2018. Yeah, um, it's crazy. I guess, how did you guys know when it was time to hire people? I think that's like my next, I don't know when. Uh, that, that yeah, Actually, that's that an interesting one. Of my questions one. if you had, if you were thinking about employees <laughs> or not, so. Yeah, I don't know, I am i don't know. I'm I, a control freak, so. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like, um, it's funny actually, I was with a, a friend last night who is, um, he's a photographer and video person. He shoots and edits video. And um, incredibly talented, very good guy. We've worked with him before. Um, he's, he's a friend of mine. And uh, he, w- we were kind of going over a similar topic of like people. And he was like, oh man, like you're so lucky you have like a team that can do it. And I'm like, okay, well, chill out with the lucky word. Like sometimes, you know, it's challenging. I know, I hate that. <laughs> I hate when people say you're lucky and you're like. Mm. I, know what he, I knew what he meant, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but. Uh, And he was talking about, so he does wedding videos and he's like, yeah, you know, I might like outsource this one or like have somebody else do this one. But then like, there's this one that I really want to do and I really should do this one. And I think it is, um, it's definitely like teaching yourself to let go of control a little bit. Um, it's, it's challenging for sure as creatives and like having your name on it. Um, but I feel like it's, yeah, just being okay with you know, taking a little bit extra time because the first time somebody does something for you, it's might not, you know, most likely it'll probably not come out as good as you want it. Yeah. And so it's going to take some time to like train that person up and get them better and tweak the product to where you want it and teach them, Hey, this is really more my style. Do this more than this and blah, blah, blah. Um, it takes time, but it's also just like letting go of that control and being able to, you know, teach someone for a good amount of time because that's really what it takes. And we did get lucky with finding people who are receptive to, to like kind of taking feedback and not taking offense to it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, actually listening to 
to like certain style, like the editing style and taking that style and running with it and trying to match it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I'm trying to think like, when did we decide? Cause we went through a couple of people before we ended up with the crew that we have now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, but I'm trying uh, to think of when did we, I think it was just like a slow, like growing workload that, yeah. and we started realizing like, I think it was, it's a slow progression. Like in 2019 into 2020, we both realized like, I remember having a conversation with Mike and I was like, Hey man, you know, I know we started this company and we're like both like video editors, but like, I'm just not enjoying actually editing as much as I used to. And I just don't think it's my strength anymore. I'm, I'm happy to like do all the communication and like more of that type of work and take that load off of you. Um, which I hate talking to people. So yeah. it, it worked out perfectly. <laughs> it's so funny. I remember like I avoided the conversation f- for a while. Cause I was like, Oh my God, like, we started a video production company and I'm about to tell my business partner that I don't yeah. like editing anymore. What like if he hates me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is going to be crazy. Like, what are we going to do? And I remember like I had the conversation with him. He's like, yeah, man, that sounds good. That and he was like, like, you, you can, you can <laughs> handle, you know, you can handle the communication. I don't have to do that anymore. And, um, yeah, I was like, we're okay. <laughs> we're like, yeah. And so, uh, so anyway, I think it was a slow progression of, realizing our strengths. And so then yeah. over time, you know, our workload grew and I think got to a point where I was like, Hey, like if we had another person that could help do some of this stuff, you and I would be more free to do this stuff and you could focus more on this and I can focus more on this. And we were like, yeah, you know, maybe that's, maybe that's a good investment. And so, um, you know, Trent was our first part time and then, uh, and then it started to work. And, and so, like I said, like it took time, like he edited a first video for us we're like, Hey, that's a pretty, pretty good first start, but like, here, let's go this way and let's move towards this direction, you know, taught him more and more. And, you know, then it just got better and better. And so, uh, it just took time, but yeah, it was a growing workload. And then realizing like, Hey, if we had more time to focus on these tasks, right, that like would be better specific suited. ideas of what that person or people are going to do. Yeah. yeah. And say you have like, you look at your bank account and it's like, all right, you got X amount of dollars. I can pay someone, you know, 15, 20 bucks an hour to for 20 hours a week and still have, you know, profit left over at the end. Yeah. And then you don't have to worry about that stuff. Once they catch up and learn it, next thing you know, you're working on two projects now and giving them the other project and you're doubling your profit on it. Uh, I think some people like long story short, I feel like some workers can get things done faster. Yeah. Like, because they can focus on it more. Whereas like, sometimes I feel like when I work on a project, like for right now, Every once in a while, I'll edit a wedding video. Right now, like I'm working on it like an hour here, two hours there, right? two hours here, three hours there. And so it takes me like forever. Yeah. Whereas like somebody else, like they can sit down and like really devote time to it. And like within a week, they're like, yeah. yeah no I'm, interruptions. Exactly. Cause like, I'm also then responding to emails, dealing with mm-hmm. like operational stuff, talking with clients. Like it just gets so like distracted and your time gets so broken up. Yeah. That's actually a good question for you. Cause I feel like you're very, very organized. Do you have like, all right, from nine to 10, I'm answering emails. Like, do you break your week out? Like, how do you schedule out to be, here's your one person show. So. Yeah. Very loosely. I, that is something with the time blocking that, you know, I listen to podcasts and I listen to <laughs> blogs that people say that that's like the best way to mm. be as efficient as possible with your time. I've heard that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like I'm, I really stick to a routine. I think that that helps. My morning routine is pretty much always the same and I'll answer emails in the mornings. Um, 
And then if I have specific projects, I do kind of sometimes will set a, like even a timer, be like, all right, like once this timer goes off, I'm gonna stop and move on to something else. Um, but yeah, that is kind of a goal to be better, better about time blocking. Yeah. But it is tough when you're on your own. Like that's probably, it's not hard. And I'm like grateful for all of the projects that I have and all the right, communication right. that I have. Um, but yeah, you are your social media manager. You are your invoicing system. Yeah. You are your proposal person. Yep. You are the one chasing leads, like follow up with leads. Like if you had talked to someone and they're like, oh yeah, like let's talk in September. Like, oh, I gotta remember, send them an email in September when they're a little yeah. less busy. So stuff like that, just staying on top of it. I use Notion a lot. It's that app has been growing like crazy yeah. so many people use that mm -hmm. it's like the new it's the new thing um, <laughs> yeah. it's really simple it's very bare bones the way that it's designed and you yeah. can basically tweak and create anything you want with it i basically just have a page for each client and then you can just mm. make a very simple to-do list I use it very like the probably at the five percent level of what you can actually do with it. You yeah. can even make client portals with it if you wanted to. Wow. Um, Is there's it free? A, yeah, it's free. Oh, uh, there are people who sell templates, so if you wanted a portal already preset, you could buy yeah. the template, load it into Notion. So I kind of use that to track my projects and the specific tasks within within each project. Yeah, that's been kind of nice because it's I don't need. I don't need anything like Asana where it's like a ton of project management stuff because right. It, right now it is just me. So as long as I know these are the tasks that I have to complete yeah. and I complete let, complete them, then I'm okay. But yeah. well, you used Dubsado too, right? Yes, yeah, I do. Yeah. So I can remember when you, we did the <laughs> website, you had it all through Dubsado. Yeah, I really yeah. like it. I've used it for years. I've used it probably for the last like six years. It's awesome. Wow. Yeah, I basically just use it because I was, realizing I was doing a lot of manual stuff with my invoicing for just my freelance projects. Yeah. And I would do them in like InDesign, my invoices. <laughs> yeah, and funny. because I would only have like a couple projects a month, right. like maybe one project a month because I still had my full-time job. Yeah. And then once those projects got a little bit bigger, I was like, I need something that's gonna save me time. I would yeah. basically spend half the time of the project with the invoices. And <laughs> I was like, this is kind of silly. Yeah. Um, so I started using that and I, I've been using it for so long. They've updated so much stuff. Yeah, and I can imagine, yeah. I haven't realized that I'm still in like, I don't know, the old version. I like toggled something and you can basically customize all your forms now, add images. I gotta use the new form builder. I gotta do that. Yep, yeah. I just did that for like a new project and I was like, wow, I yeah. have definitely been living under a rock as That's far funny. as all their stuff. But yeah, I love the platform. Yeah, and it's, like very, awesome. it's very cheap too for oh, what yeah. it is. Um, I know it's you cheap guys, for us too. I know you guys are famous. <laughs> <laughs> Quick shout to out to Dubsado. It. it was yeah. the only video I was ever in. Yeah, I always stay behind oh, the cool. camera. Yeah, try not funny. to. Yeah, try think to about all the other free things you could have if you were center stage. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, maybe that's the trick. Yeah. <laughs> Get Mike on camera. That's yeah, funny. Good. I'll pass. <laughs> yeah, I got to use the new form builder, but yeah, Dubsado is great, and I'm uh, I'm a big fan of like finding tools um, mm -hmm. to like help your workflow. What other tools you mentioned Notion, Dubsado, any other like big tools that you've found over the years or, or last year, I guess? Yeah, I mean, it's not so much as like a platform or kind of, well, I always use Vimeo Record mm. um, when I'm trying to explain something to someone. I remember someone. you were gonna, um, you had done a Vimeo Record for us on like a work, um, 
for the web through of the website yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even um, Siobhan has emailed me just asking how to edit certain things. And sometimes huh. it's easier to be like, hey, so you're going to log in here. You're going to click here. And then it records your screen. You can also record yourself in it, too, if you want yourself in the corner. But it, yeah, it will yeah. do the voiceover. And it's just a Chrome extension. And that has helped me a ton. And I've heard from a lot of different clients be like, wow, that was really helpful. Oh, good. Because some people aren't, they don't have the time or they don't want to read through a really long tutorial right. email of, Log in here, yeah. and then if you miss a step, you're, and even sometimes I would probably miss a step if I'm typing it out. Right. So that's been really helpful. Um, yeah, that's basically it. Like Notion, obviously I use Google Workspace or whatever that is for my yeah. Gmail and everything. Are you a big email person? Um, I'm definitely like verbose in emails, I would say. Like I like writing things down and saying, I need X and Y and Z from you. And then some clients just would rather have meetings, which I get, it's just the way people communicate. But I find emails a little more efficient to be like, give me your feedback in an email. We can, if we need to have a call to review your feedback, otherwise you get people on the call and they haven't even looked at your recent round and they're (laughs) reviewing it in real time with you. So sometimes that is just the same thing I was saying with the communication style. So you just gotta make sure you're speaking the same language. Um, That's funny. But yeah, I'd rather do email than meetings, but I think it, I'm just scorned from my previous, <laughs> like all day meetings type of situation. Yeah. So. That's funny. So besides our website, what's one of your favorite projects? That you've done? <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I know your website. Actually, I think you guys were Pinning my first. <laughs> yeah, you guys were like my first website client. when oh, I Oh, really? Yeah, when I went like full time myself. Oh, yeah, that was a year ago. Well, not a year ago, but it was almost a year ago. It was, it was back in uh, and honestly, October, November. I remember when we asked you to do it, you were like, oh, we can have it done in a couple months. I was like, what? Yeah. I, like, I think it was like a month and a half, maybe two months that it took. To Is that quick or? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like okay. I was expecting I a lot I'm, longer. Oh but, yeah. I'm yeah. like kind of, sometimes I feel like I'm slow, but I mm. think that's also part of my corporate experience. Cause a lot of stuff w- was due very soon. Yeah. There would be like specific deadlines that were already set in place for submissions yeah. that you're like have to meet. So I think sometimes I'm like, Oh, I gotta get it done. No, See, yeah. I feel like you keep saying like you have this like time constraint with the other job. It just ruins the creativity uh-huh. on everything. Yeah, yeah. You're just like hustling just to get something out there instead of taking yeah. your time and making it nice. I know. And I have like PTSD from it, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, one of my favorite projects, one of them is they're actually launching this weekend. It's called the Sweet Boutique and it's in Oh, I saw Western that on your Man. story this morning. Yeah. So she, you know, those cookies, like sugar cookie people that decorate the sugar cookies. I'm not explaining it correctly, but they're like mesmerizing. They're works of art sometimes. People will record creating, it's just like a circular cookie and then they make it into this beautiful bouquet of flowers and you're like, (laughs) how'd you do that? but so I've been working with her just to create all this stuff. She did the cookie stuff. She would just do orders every once in a while. Her business grew a lot. And then she decided she was going to open a store. So I've been helping her with all of her branding items. Nice. So doing the logos for the cups, the signage. Um, awesome. I did little illustrations and she kind of took all the stuff that I did and completely ran with it, which was great. She That's made cool. tissue paper, like the like wrapping paper with a pattern that I made for her. I did little illustrations, then she put them in the windows. Mm. So I'm really excited for her to launch that. It's been a really cool one. And then I have one coming up. They're not launched yet, but it is a uh, beverage bar. So one of those mobile beverage bars, Mm. super cool. It's this very vintage looking, um, I think it's called an ape is the type of car. Um, But I've been working with them all summer. Wait, are they out of Newport? 
Um, no, it's actually called yeah. Bevy EVV. Um, and mm. yeah, there, it, do you know Lucho Andriozzi? He does like amazing photography. I'm not sure. I don't think I've, no, I don't uh, think so. I'll send you his Instagram after, but he actually does all of like Olivia Culpo's photos. Um, Interesting. So it's him and his sister <laughs> that started this beverage bar idea. Um, so doing like events, weddings, all sorts of stuff. They have basically custom commissioned this truck to be made. It's wow. this cream colored, beautiful beverage bar. <laughs> um, very Italian inspired. And we've done a ton of stuff for their brand. That's one of those where I was really inspired because we're we're basically like friends now after just working together. Right, yeah. We speak the same language. I know that when I'm working on something, I'm like, I think they're gonna like this. And then they're yeah. like, we love it. We love it so much. So So you designing the truck at all? I designed, uh, they had already kind of had an idea for how the truck was gonna look, which was cool. So they came to me just needing the logo and more of the branding pieces. Um, so I did the logo design. We have kind of a stacked logo that's gonna go on the front of the car. I created um, just kind of like icons with them, with B and V for the acronym of the, the actual truck. Yeah. And I had mocked it up on bar taps, like these wooden bar taps. Cool. And they ended up getting those made because <laughs> they liked sick. my mock. Um, like little illustrations, very, it's gonna be like very classy and cool, but they're having a launch party, I think at the end of September. So nice. I'll be able to see it on the truck That's and just great. see it in real life. That's the best part when you can be like, oh, I think this would look really cool. And I do all my Photoshop mocks yeah. of, this is where I think you should put it on the truck and then I'll be able to see it, so. Yeah, I was just about to say like, that must be so cool to like actually see your stuff like come to life. Yeah, and That's now that so cool. before I was working on I would still do smaller projects, but I feel like now that my world is a little bit bigger in creativity wise, I'm able to take on these projects that are, you know, take yeah. like multiple months to complete. Right, but when right. they're done, the reward is that much bigger because yeah. I get to see this cool truck and this cool brand like out in yeah. the wild. So yeah, it's crazy. Like look at it. You were saying you're just, you know, you were freelancing making back in the day, cards. making business cards. Yeah. Now you're literally making every asset that they're going to use to market their right. company like that's yeah. that's insane that's really yeah. cool i know it's fun it's like sometimes I, I have to take a step back and be like yeah you're doing it and yeah, yeah, yeah. you'll be fine and i still sometimes have the days where i'm like if i don't get an email and i'm like oh my god what if i never get another project <laughs> <laughs> business is gonna fail we're gonna exactly i'm not gonna make it yeah so but then i just have to as soon as i think that i'll get a flood of emails and yeah. then it's almost yeah. too much for me to handle so <laughs> That's the thing too. Like even with us, sometimes you have the slow months or slow right. couple of weeks and you're like, all right, like let's go. And then next thing you know, everything's Picks starting up. to come yeah. back up, right. and, you know, go again. I know. I find that with my Instagram, if I'm a little bit slower, I don't really have a great Instagram strategy. I just kind of post when I have the time. Yeah. And that's also a goal. I have all these notes, all these goals of things that I want to do as far as homework, housekeeping, stuff for my own business. Yeah. And I'll be slow, so I'll post a little bit more on Instagram. And then because of that, it's not even leads through Instagram. I think it's literally just the recognition or people seeing yeah. your posts like this. Yeah. You guys saw a post on Instagram, you're like, let's have her in for a podcast. Yeah, yeah. So then I'll get a flux of leads and then I'll work with them and I'll forget to post on Instagram <laughs> or I don't have time to post on Instagram. It's like a cycle. Exactly. You need a yeah. social media intern. Yeah. I know. Something Maybe that's like my that. first hire. There you yeah. Go. There you go. And then I'll just be so overwhelmed. <laughs> like there's too much. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. That was a, uh, Social media is a good one because I feel like everybody could use 
someone to just help them with their social media. Yeah. And you have cool tutorials and stuff on there too. Thanks. Like showing like little shortcuts and how to do stuff. Yeah. I try, I feel like sometimes it's the same thing where you always doubt yourself. I'm like, doesn't everybody know this? And you <laughs> yeah, know, right. that those kind of things. I'm like, are people going to, I think it always comes back to, are people going to see this and then be like, Oh, you should already know that. Or that's like kind of silly. I always have, well, you this, have to think that it's not just right. graphic designers looking at it. So right. in a way you could even, like make it more simple and people are still going to be like, whoa, like that's yeah. crazy because I don't know. Just, they just don't understand the process of going. Yeah. On. I always have that like voice in my head. That's like, that's dumb. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's many funny. drafts, like so many stories where I'm like, ta- I, if they ever got published, it'd be so embarrassing. <laughs> just like how many times I have to re-record a Something. story. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Um, what's been, do, have you had like a, a big epiphany since kind of like working for yourself and now doing it for almost a year, like working in the corporate field for or working in a corporate job for almost eight years. Like have you had like one of those moments like, wow, this is like a big difference. You're like, I showed you Zach. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, once I started making money, he was like, Oh, this is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Not to say that he's not, he's like very supportive, but I think that initial I'm quitting my job was like scary. Well, even like we talk to people about even their parents or something like saying like, Oh man, like you're just going to drop everything and go. Exactly. Yeah. There's almost like that stigma and it's it's just reversing being like, Oh yeah. Like I did what I was supposed to do and I got a big girl office job in graphic design and then you're going to leave it all behind. It's a little <laughs> bit like, Ooh, what are you doing? But I think I needed that in order to get where I am now. It's definitely yeah. was a stepping stone that was like super vital. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if there's ever been like an epiphany. I'm still kind of in that phase of, I feel like I'm just riding a bike being, <laughs> I'm getting a little more comfortable being That's like, funny. I'm doing it. I'm yeah. uh, continuing down this road. I had kind of told myself and other people that I worked with, like, this is the year that I'm just going to explore. I'm going to take, on a lot of different projects and see what I like. Yeah. I still have a lot of, or two big corporate clients. So I'm doing PowerPoint slide decks and one mm. sheets and brochures and things that are a little less. Um, Creative. Yeah. So that's Flashy, one thing. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. one thing that I don't know if it's as much of an epiphany, but just being like, I don't mind doing the work. Like I don't mind having projects that are a little more dry. Right. It's just, it's kind of nice to have that stability and yeah. then also have the nice. other hand where, yeah, I can take a risk on a project that might be a little bit funky or um, a little out there yeah. because I have the other stuff, the like corporate stuff to kind of keep me grounded. But that's so. something right there you could assign to a junior designer yeah, to true. go and do, and mm-hmm. you could still make money on it pay them and then you just focus on the creative stuff. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's like business <laughs> therapy. <laughs> Change the name of the podcast. Yeah. yeah, true. I guess consulting is probably the proper word. <laughs> we'll send the invoice after the order. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, it's funny, that m- reminds me of this post I saw on LinkedIn recently and it was like, um, it was more social media related, but it, it, it uh, translates, it was like for every glamorous and like fun, exciting social media account that these managers are managing. There's also like a dentist account that they're managing or like a surgeon's Instagram account that they're managing too. Like there's a balance. And so there totally is like, I I, dentist came to mind because we're working with a dentist right now. And like, sure, maybe a dentist is not as like flashy as someone like, oh wow, it's really cool that you work for like a bagel shop and you guys do all this stuff but like we have other stuff too. Like we're, 
we're creating videos for a dentist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's a challenge because the guy was like, we want to take the stigma away from dental work. It's like, well, how the hell do you do I know, that? Right? Like, <laughs> so it's so like it's, a lot of brainstorming, a lot of yeah. like trying to figure out how can you approach it in a different way? True. But it's true. Definitely like getting into business, you have to have that balance because sometimes it could be as like simple or, um, you know, it could just be that like the pay is different. Sometimes right. like those more dry accounts pay more mm -hmm. than like the really cool flashy ones. You know, sometimes. Exactly. It's, it's, yeah. That's kind of the situation that I'm in. Those yeah. clients are steady. It's an hourly rate. That's like very good. Right. I know it's, I can do that kind of work like very quickly because I was used to doing it constantly. Right. Um, but yeah, then it was actually a past colleague that knew that I was going out on my own. Their new company didn't have a designer. Mm -hmm. So she reached out to me. So it just kind of all circles yeah. back to being like, yeah, you you meet a ton of people on your way up. Yeah. And the more people that you work with and like you and you know, you never know, they could be moving on to a different company and they yeah. want to work with you. So but it, yeah. We've had that where, you know, different marketing people go different places and then they mm. bring us along right. to the new company. It's, uh, relationships are so big. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's Definitely. important to keep them. Don't burn bridges. Pro tip. Yeah, I liked your recent reel or TikTok when you were talking about people. Mm. Kind of like sometimes I think that's a trend on Instagram and just to get content where people are shitting on their Yeah, clients. they kind of diss their clients a little yeah. bit. And I even had seen one that was someone that I used in a service industry talking uh. about their clients. And I was like, I don't know if I want to go to you anymore because yeah. I'm afraid you're going to talk about me. Right. Like, what am I? Like, it's things that you don't even realize that you're doing that might be not offensive, but yeah. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that was something that would be annoying to you. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was Siobhan and Mike came up with that idea and they showed yeah, it to me great. and I was just like, that's brilliant. Like yeah. so many people do that where it's like, oh my God, they're asking for another revision. It's like, well, they're also right, paying you. And I'm like, yeah. don't they follow you on Instagram? Yeah. Aren't you afraid <laughs> that they're gonna see it? I don't know. Or it's just like, yeah, like you said, like they're paying you like right. you, you might not have a business without them. Like exactly. who are you to say that? Yeah, and uh, sometimes they don't know the same words that you're using or yeah. I don't know, same communication. You gotta make sure that they're understanding what you're gonna deliver, what they're right. expecting, um, just to make sure that your relationship is good. And not every client is a great client, but they right. don't need to know that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I get it, it's a joke sometimes, but just like, I don't know. You can keep keep it that shit out there, like yeah. out of there. You don't need it out there. I know, and you don't want that to, de to define your social media strategy or right. your social media presence. Right. So. Um, oh, sorry. No, I was going to say, I feel like you're um, kind of going back to the stuff we're talking about where you're doing all the different brandings and uh, branding assets for companies. I feel like your case studies must be out of control. I mean, I don't, I don't That's another homework thing. I don't really have any. <laughs> because it's just so, there's so much to yeah, put into one, one project. Thing that I want to start doing um, just to have a little, I've seen a couple of designers do this and it's, it's such a good idea just to show all right, so we redid their branding, we redid their website, and their leads increased by 200% yeah, exactly. in the first month. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of long, a little bit longer term goals of being able to get those kind of stats from clients, like continuing yeah. the relationship after the project's complete. Um, with same kind of like homework stuff on my own brand. I, I, You only have so many hours in a day, so yeah. I spend a lot of time majority of my time is actually doing the work and right. working on all those projects. But then there's all these other ideas kind of swimming in my there's mind. There's so many like, things behind the scenes that can help bring in more business exactly. or just like help you stand out. Um, I remember like when we did the like mini case study for Dubsado, like, yeah, I had to reach out to 
Becca, the CEO, yeah. and I was like, hey, do you mind, like, is there any statistics you could share about, like, the video we did? And, you know, she shared some stuff, so we were able to do it. So, yeah, it's going to take some work. You're going to have to reach out to those people. But, yeah, it can be yeah. really uh, powerful. I know you guys might be a good uh, case study. See if your yeah. leads have increased since oh, we yeah. Have you gotten have any comments check. on the website if people like it? I feel like it matches your vibe. Yeah, I feel it matches like, it way better than what yeah. we had before. That's for damn sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like every time I would post about it on LinkedIn, like people would, would cool. compliment on it. Yeah. yeah, good. That's what we want. Yeah, um, cool. So what's uh, what's kind of on the horizon for the next six months to a year? What's I'm not sure. Yeah, just kind of continuing what I'm doing. I want to get into the groove of making more long-term goals because really this this full year was kind of an ex exploration year to see if yeah. I could even do it. Right. I wasn't sure if I was going to do this for six months and then be like, this is exhausting and I can't do it. And I'm just going to go back to the corporate world. But yeah, never never going back. I feel like, uh, it's, the, yeah, I feel like it's the opposite. Yeah, so, once you yeah. get a taste of freedom, you're like, yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing that. No one's going to tell me what to do. Yeah, exactly. Except my clients. They can <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've been thinking about having a birthday party for my business. Do it. But nice. Yeah, that might be on the horizon. But cool. I, my goals are much more like five-year plan maybe have an office someday as long as i can bring my dog yeah maybe have an employee i was two. just gonna say maybe have an employee mm -hmm. you need an office dog that's yeah. one thing. Yeah. yeah otto would be great he sleeps constantly <laughs> um i have a little like love seat behind me and you can always see him in my video calls because he'll, he'll just be like sleeping can just looks like this strange blanket i'm like no that's my dog <laughs> that's so funny yeah what about you guys what are your goals six months <sighs> Oh man. Make a million bucks. Yeah. Yeah, just make kidding. it through the wedding season probably. <laughs> yeah, Survive. Definitely. Uh yeah, like Trent's been out there hustling every weekend over there. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even want to talk he about looks it. Thrilled. <laughs> um yeah, get through wedding season. It's funny, like summer's my favorite time of year, but it's also exhausting. Right. And so like I hate winter so much like with a passion, but I, the last like two years I've always said like, man, I can't wait for winter. Cause it's like yeah. when I can relax. Um, you just got to plan beach vacations in the winter. Yeah. Well, I think exactly. long-term would be if we could get like solid weddings somewhere warm. Yeah. Do yeah. six months down there. That'd be yeah. cool. Yeah. Just escape for the winter time. Yeah. Focus nice. forward. South. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or West, whichever yeah. way we're going. Yeah. One of the warmer directions. Yeah. Um, yeah. I never really have like a, a solid answer. I feel like to the the goals one, even yeah, though I always keep ask going. it. That's yeah. kind of yeah. how I am. Just, I'm just like, trying to hustle. Just keep going. Yeah. yeah. Like I just like we've been on a good track. You know, two years ago we had basically zero employees, and now we have five. So, you know, in another year or two, hopefully ten. Yeah. Um, and just keep growing. You know. They're really nailing down. I think. Uh, like a structure of like a hierarchy too and like yeah. seeing like who can go where how can we utilize someone maybe somewhere else or right. do we need to bring someone else in to supplement something so we can move someone else up right trying to figure out that stuff um do you guys like have brainstorming do you have like a scheduled time where you like talk about the company at it's a, it's actually the opposite. It's completely unscheduled. Like oh. yeah. I'll be working on something and Mike will just come into my house and be like, Hey, and he sits down and I'm like, so I've been thinking about this crazy idea. Oh, that's cool though. That's kind of like the startup life. Yeah. yeah we, I mean, we used to do, and we probably should get back to this. We used to do every Monday, we would sit down and go over all these projects, but now it's like, you know, you're so busy. You just come in you just want to go right to work. Right. Yeah. And, but I it think it's been a while since we've done that. Yeah. To that point, it's very important to probably sit down and, 
you know, take a step back and be like, all right, right, what can, how can we improve this? Yeah. What were the pros? What were the cons? You know, yeah. we always do like an end of the year, you know, yeah, review, but like maybe you got to move that up three or six months mm. review. Yeah. yeah. Cool. That's smart. But it's been fun. And yeah. Like if my past me could see me, they'd be like, yeah. whoa, yeah. you're doing it. So. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Anybody who's thinking about leaving their job or if they can't <laughs> take it anymore, just take the steps and believe in yourself. Yeah. That, that, that saying that's like jump and the net will appear. That's yeah. what happened to me. I just yeah. kind of went for it and then my schedule gets filled up with projects and I'm doing it. So yeah. Nice. Sweet. Keep it going. You have to share that. Uh, what's the Instagram of the, what's the beverage car? What's the name of Bevy it? Bevy Evie. Bevy I should probably say it with like an Italian accent, but I can't. <laughs> I don't know the Rhode Island accent comes out. <laughs> but yeah, I'll definitely should be sharing. Yeah, because we'll have to check it out. Yeah. We'll, we'll go to the opening of it. Definitely. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm no. sure they'll be so excited. They've had a lot of uh, delays, I think, with ev everything, like supply chain yeah. stuff. So right. it was supposed to happen this summer, like earlier, like June. Yeah. So then it got pushed back to August. So I think that everything's still on track, hopefully. Cool. And yeah, that's definitely going to be a cool one. That's and it's Rhode Island. So yeah. I feel like it's right. kind of nice. Some people work with me or they'll find me and they want to work with me because I'm based in Rhode Island. So that's kind of nice because then you, yeah. you know, extend your reach local network. Yeah. yeah it's kind of cool. Right. That's awesome. Um, cool. Well, give yourself a little plug here. Like where can people find you if they want to learn more information, your website, Instagram? Sure. So yeah, again, my name is Georgia Barrett. I'm a graphic designer. Uh, you can find my work at gbarrettstudio.com. I am on Instagram. I am Georgia B. Um, so yeah. So both me. solid, like you are like solid URL. Gotta say. I feel like my name's too long. Because technically it's like Georgia Barrett Creative Studio. Yeah. I feel like I, that's another thing. I like constantly second guess myself. <laughs> I'm like, should I shorten it? Should it just be like Georgia Creative or something? I don't know. G Georgia B. B. The, the website again, Georgia B Studio. It's uh, G, Barrett. G Barrett Studio. Yeah, a lot of one. stuff was taken because Georgia, the state. So like Georgia uh, design, yeah. like Georgia oh, graphic design, Georgia that. design. There are a lot of like, it was like the state of Georgia or like Georgia University design stuff. I'm like, uh oh. But at least you started after you got married, so you didn't have right. to switch everything. Yeah, over yeah. <laughs> I know. And as a designer, I like love my last name because yeah. it's the same amount of letters as Georgia and Barrett. So it like Did looks not great. Know that. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And then the Instagram handle is. I am Georgia B. I am Georgia B. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I think there's a dot in between like Georgia.B, but yeah. Cool. I wanted to make sure my name was in there because I feel like it's a little funky. So, yeah. Right. Oh, wait. One more question before we go. Because we run, it's not a problem, but like kind of along the wedding stuff is like it's called Neyland Media. So yeah. Mike's name's on it. If right. you were to grow, would you would you keep the Georgia? Like, would you keep your name? Yeah. Attached like, what's, to everything? What's, your, what's your business name? Or the. Georgia Barrett Creative Studio. Oh, okay. That's what my EIN is under or whatever. Yeah. Like, would, um, you, would, you, would you go to just like question. Barrett Studios or like, cause then people know. would be like, oh, I want Georgia to make my right. design. I don't know, I'd probably leave it the same. Cause it's name recognition now right. at this point. Yeah, I'd probably leave it the same. Yeah, I'd probably leave it the same. I mean, maybe, I, I don't know. I could always find someone who wants to go into business and we create something completely new. Right. That's kind of the best part about being an entrepreneur and like, you don't really know what's going to happen. Yeah. Hopefully it's all good things, but yeah. I wouldn't be opposed to like having a business partner down the line and doing all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I guess I'd, I'd probably just keep it. I am a control freak. So <laughs> you always drop I, the Georgia. Be Barrett. I know, but I like Georgia. Oh, well, there you go. Keep it. <laughs> I feel like that like, the decision is made. Yeah. We're keeping it. It's your company. You can do whatever you right, want. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that was a good question. 
I hated that struggle because like when I came out of college, I was just by myself. So I was kneeling videos. And then over time I started doing more photography too. So I was like, oh man, well, I'm more than just videos. Like I'm photo too. Yeah. So then I, for like a very short while, I was Mike Neal in media. And then like, as soon as we started growing and like more people were shooting for us and then there were some weddings that I didn't even go to, I was like, oh man. So then I just dropped the mic and I was just yeah. like Neal in media. <laughs> and I feel like it flows. I feel like it yeah. could be, I feel like if you didn't know that it's your last name, it sounds like it is just the name of a company, you know? Yeah. At this point, it doesn't matter because I'm not changing it again. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> I know. I'm done. I know you got to a point where you're like, nope, no yeah. more. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But uh, all right, cool. Well, Georgia, thanks again for coming in. This is yeah, fun. thanks for yeah. having me. This was fun. Yeah, I hope everybody enjoyed the episode. Go check out Georgia. You heard the URL and the Instagram handle. Uh, go check her out if you need any design work. And um, we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Bye.